podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello everyone and welcome to Club Deck Corner here on Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. In a week of Portugal and Paisley, eh, at least the latter provided us with a little reminder of what this team can do if they decide to show up and play football. I am your host, Scott Carney, and there's five people here. Scotia's having a mare with Wi-Fi connection because he lives in the middle of nowhere, so Scott might be here for some of it, he might not be. We'll soon find out. Anyway, Ali Pearson, how are you mate? Very well. It's a wee bit different having five of us in this stream for once. It's usually four of a max, but now we've got five. We've got Scotia's da cycling furiously in the, the left-hand corner. To keep his Wi-Fi going. He's sweating. Going. He's sweating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, good to be here. Yeah, right here, Marshall. How are you, mate? I'm good, mate. Uh, happy semi-final week, boys. Big week coming up for us. Um, so, optimism is the uh, is the mood today. I'm going for it this week. I'm going to be. Against all my feelings, I'm going to be optimistic in this podcast. Uh, so you can call me out, and you can call me out the minute when it when it drops off. Yeah, wait till we wait till we speak about the Allo, mate. Things might change at that point. Uh, <laughs> Scotia, are, uh, <laughs> are you there? Can you hear us? No. no. Is, he, is he going to speak? <laughs> I'm waiting for this one to see if I come through or not. Um, can you hear me? <laughs> Yeah. No. Yes. Maybe about five years after I've actually. I'll leave. It's it's not going to work for five years. That's a shame. Scotia has left the building quite (laughs) frantically there. (laughs) What a bite! You miss me? I know. (laughs) Thought me out. Your fault. That's a shame. That's a shame. He does that all the time. You've taken Scotia's spot. What we use says you can have ten people in at the same time. I don't think it would be down to how many people have on. Anyway, Tommy, how are you, mate? Sorry, are we recording a podcast here? Uh, I'm great, mate. I'm great. I've got good Wi-Fi. It's a great thing. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, you live in, you live, you live in civilization, mate. You don't live in the, in the sticks. Um, so, yeah, that's probably a benefit. So, yes, unfortunately, uh, Scotia looks like he's not going to be joining us, which is a shame. Uh, before we get into Ranger stuff, I, I have to give a massive, enormous shout-out to Jim Sloan, who has become the first-ever coffee-buying legend by signing up to our membership via Buy Me A Podcast. Superb, Jim. Uh, really top-tier support for this podcast. I really can't thank you enough. Pretty incredible. Uh, so, thank you so much for signing up for that and for your continued support. Also, thank Thank you for the feedback regarding us launching some merch. We have certainly taken it on board uh, what the, the club at 22 Loyal have said about things and all I can say is watch this space. So we'll get into the into Ranger stuff and we'll start with the 4-0 win over St Mern at Paisley uh, on Sunday. A Kamal Roof hat-trick eh, and a sublime goal by Joe Aribo to secure a rather comfortable win. A much improved performance, especially in the second half where we've seen flashes of uh, old form from Rangers, really. Um, Ali, you were not... Uh, sorry, Ali, you were. Ryan, you were not on the post-match, um, as it was myself and Ali, after leaving the stadium on Sunday, mate. So what was your, your overall thoughts on the performance? And did you notice a change in the way we played in order to play to Kamar Roof's strengths? Do you know what? 
just shows the level of intelligence that I've got. I've got. I could really work out whether we had changed it up top or not. Um, I was trying to work out if he had done something with the with the players up front because we do have to do something. I said that in the last podcast, but there was I was nearly enjoying myself on Sunday. There was times during that game where I thought, bloody hell, this is I forgot this is a hobby that I like and I love watching Rangers Rangers playing, you know. But um, I think like everybody else, you get you. You get, you get soaked up in it for a, for a wee while and then you you, you just get frustrated because you know they're capable of that performance. You know they're capable of playing direct like that. Aribo's goal sums this Rangers team up. That boy is capable of so much, so much. He can hit crazy heights. Ali obviously bangs the drum about him all the time and I do, I do agree with him to a, a certain degree. However, He's got a lot to do to make up for that attitude in the old firm game because he nearly got pulled into the govern eh, a couple of weeks ago um, because he just kept running away and he just wasn't interested. But that goal, that's what I want to see for Joe Rebo. He is so capable of that hit a shot from outside the box. He's got an absolute wand of a left foot. But as I said, that sums Rangers up this season and sums that team up so frustrating because they are capable of that performance most weeks against any team in Scotland. Yeah, I, I agree. <clears throat> I think there is there's a number of questions, and it's quite uh, it's quite easy to forget what we've witnessed after you see a performance like that because the questions will come up of why is, where's this been? Why hasn't this happened against the the rest of the the majority of the the rest of the league? No disrespect to them, but I mean, it's teams we should be beating convincingly, and we just haven't been doing that. Um, Tommy, obviously, you weren't. Um, you went on the post-match either, you went to the game. What was your overall thoughts on the game, mate? I think, well, I, I tweeted in the thing, isn't it? Two minutes in, we've hit the target and we've scored. It's like we've done better in two minutes than we did in 90 minutes in the last game. So, just as you were saying, a bit more direct, like going for it, just proving these teams that we should be better. Um, but I did say, see, after the goal, we I felt that we kind of went back into the, kind of what we've been seeing for the last umpteen games for a bit, you know? Um, it was really kind of. I was getting frustrated. I was like, "We need to put them to the sword. We need to get it, get it going." And I was shouting at the telly. And then once that second goal, and it was, it was like Ryan said, we, you, you could kind of enjoy it, and you could watch the game and see how the these players can play, and uh, they are good enough to play. It's just getting them to tick, isn't it? So I was happy with the result. I was happy with 4 0. I think that was a bit flat, and I thought we could have scored a few more. I and mean, there was obviously we'll come on to it, but there was two for me. It's harder to miss those shots than it was to score, you know. Um, so I, I, it could have been easily 6 0, and you wouldn't have complained too much, I don't think. Um, but yeah, I was a happy bear because it's been a bit miserable for us all. It's been a bit. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, 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 I just walk away every time a Celtic fan comes to me. I just kind of, I can't deal with it. Just walk in the other direction because I know what's coming. I just turn away and go like, "Aye, whatever." Do you know what I mean? It's just you know what's coming. So, but it was nice to have that we left and you know get back to winning ways. Yeah, very much so. Uh, it was um, it had to happen uh, because I don't think we could have been entering into this week with anything less than a a convincing win. Yes, but also a bit of a performance. There was a lot of people saying. Three points are just the most important thing. However, I think a performance was just as important to maybe remind this team that they they can actually play football if they decide to. Mm -hmm. We are a we're a pretty good team. We have some good players, but 
and for far too often, far too many occasions this season, we just haven't done that. Um, so this is kind of positive and kind of negative, I suppose. But kind of, well, at least we're not like, at least we're not like last week or then like that. I mean, it is, it is getting slightly better. Um, Ali, too little, too late. Um, is this team possibly finding its feet again? Uh, or is it down to maybe the second goal just before half time relieved all sorts of pressure? Uh, and in all seriousness, the league is probably over anyway. But is it too little, too late? Is the is the team finding its feet, or was it just uh, the lack of pressure after the second goal? No, Ryan's going to be quite optimistic. I'll be optimistic, but I'll I'll bring it down to reality as well. Um, that's not been negative, but. Let's be honest, it's it's too little too late. Um we're playing against a Samirin team, Carney, who were are not very up. good. Yeah. Let, let's be yeah. honest. I said to you during the game, Carney, a team full of journeymen. You could go through their team, Alan Power, um, Brophy, Curtis Main, <laughs> Jordan Jones. I mean, it was a team full of journeymen, really. And they've not been great <clears throat> St. Mirren recently. But, I mean, the first half, I mean, we score straight away and you think, brilliant. And as Tommy said, we just fell into that lull again. And it was like, watch in the last couple of weeks. And, I mean, that first half, can I mean, the two of us were last. It was terrible at points. And then we yeah. got, obviously, Aaron Ramsey hits the hits the bar where he should score. Two seconds later, we got the part and get a second in it. It's as if it just, like, there wasn't any tension or anything, but they could just go to the second half and play. And it was a much-changed team the second half as well, you remember. I mean, James Sands was on, Davis was on, Scott Wright came on. Um, Leon King was on at one point, so for the most of the, the the second half and a wee bit of the first half, so it was much changed, and I think that probably helped. It breathed a bit of fresh life into that team. I thought we were really good the second half, and as Tommy says, it should have been six or seven. Diallo, I mean, you'll come on to Diallo. <laughs> I will. For him. Oh God! Um, Scott is score. Scott Wright score is score. There was a couple of great good chances, but. What I said, you come out the ground, Carney, was it's probably too. It's too late. It's too little, too late for the league. But it breathes confidence. We didn't concede. <clears> we scored four goals, and we've got two critical games this week. So to me, it was a positive, and hopefully, Rangers can take that positive into Thursday night and then into in, uh, Sunday as well. Yeah, I agreed. Um, St Mon are a poor team. Um, there is absolutely no doubt about it. They are not. They're in a bit of a free fall right now. I think they've lost the last six or seven now. I think seven after us, possibly. Uh, so I'm not sitting here pretending that Rangers scored four goals against an absolute world-class team because they didn't. Uh, but to show up in the second half and to just put a bit of a performance as it gave a rest to all of our eyes from the absolute turgid football that we have been seeing in recent times so I will take a positive on that, there was some real standout performers uh, that we'll come on to that really made a difference for Rangers I think And I don't know, remind just again, a few players one in particular, Stephen Davis I think helped raise the standard that was on that pitch uh, and he's like a, he's like a safe pair of boots Stephen Davis you just know he's there you know he's going to do his job uh, and it was very good to see his return unfortunate that it was due to Lundstrom's um, Lundstrom's injury um, but actually we did we did lose a few players due to the injury obviously Hollander going off uh, being pictured in crutches outside the hospital so not looking particularly good for him uh, on Lundstrom Gio did say that he expects him to be available for Thursday which is a probably a huge sigh of relief from Rangers fans on that particular one uh, it brings me on to Stephen Davis as I just mentioned there uh, Ryan um, 
and the appearance of Leon King, even from that matter. First of all, um, it was good to see Davis back. Um, it's like he'd, as I say, like he'd never really been away. Uh, was he the difference maker for Rangers on Sunday? And has he put himself into contention now for two massive games coming up? Well, Davis is, um, he's been playing with Northern Ireland. So there's no concern about his, his match sharpness or um, his ability to, to play in this game on Thursday or Sunday. He can, uh, he just shoe all them in there. <laughs> I would still play Lundstrom because I do like Lundstrom. Um, I think Lundstrom's maybe a bit more direct than Stephen Davis, but he's he's what he's a great option to have. He's a he's old pair of a Rolls Royce. He is. He's just a class act, Stephen Davis, and he has got better as he's got older. I strongly believe that. Um, but yeah, he's definitely in contention for for both matches, and I wouldn't blink an eye if he was if he was picked in both games. I'd be I'd be happy, and I would I would trust him. There is a Leon King. I would, um, I would play Leon King every single league game from now to the end of the season. Mm-hmm. I would play the game um, because he's a future of Rangers mm-hmm. and um, some players aren't centre-half uh, without naming any names. So I would play Leon King because he's, he's earned his right to be in that team. And I know it's only a couple of games I've seen him, but he just looks he looks mature, assertive on the ball, looks physical, mm-hmm. big lad. Um, so I would have no concerns with him either. So... Yeah, I think those were big positives. Don't know if they were they were both the game changers, um, but they were definitely positives from Sunday. I thought that they both had a really good game. Yeah, Tommy, only on King. Um, I, I'll agree with Ryan. When he came on, he looked so composed. He looked so confident mm-hmm. in his in his ability. Obviously, again, mm-hmm. got to caveat it with we are playing St Mirren, and we, the game was pretty much out of sight yeah. by half time for them, but. His distribution of the ball was really good. He, he kind of he played forward passes instead of side to side passes, mm-hmm. and he done it on more than mm-hmm. one occasion. And I was like, "Yes, this is what you need. You yeah. have to break lines." So, would you go along with Ryan that he probably deserves a bit more time in the team? I think him. Yeah, I put him as well in with Lowry, obviously the fitness and stuff. I I want to see these boys. I do. I just I love the naivety of youth to just go and take these guys, these teams to sort. And treat them as they are. Um, I love that Leon King. Uh, as you made the point that I was going to make about Leon King, we seem to start so slowly from the back. You know, pass, pass, side, side. Seven passes. I counted the other day before he came on. Before we even get into the half, right? So every team can find their shape, get in position, defend. He plays two or three of those balls quickly. You know, with a bit of pace, straight, direct not even a bad pass. Sometimes we do those passes and they, they, someone has to take a touch or something. They're perfect. It then puts the other team on the foot. They have to find their shape quicker. It takes gaps. It just has a free fall for me with that. Do you, I don't know if anyone else feel that. It's just when when, they, when we play one, two passes, go straight up to the midfield. We're into this, you know, we're on the front foot, which we need kind of like Kent to be in that situation. They need to be having a position where the team are a little bit out of shape because you can't have it where Ryan Kent's running at three people. He's not going to win that. Like, it's just not... And people seem to, like, put Ryan Kent down that way. The way we get the best out of those front players is giving the ball quickly, giving them up where they've got some time to do magic. That's the way I view it. Rather than this kind of, oh, we'll take 20 touches and we'll get up there and we'll, we'll maybe figure out. That's fine if we're counting the clock down. 
but not when we're going to win games. And that's why I'd love to see these guys. I like seeing footballs. I don't care that they make mistakes. I know Sakala's in that book. Sometimes you don't know what's coming, but I would rather see the odd mistake and going again, going again, going again, than this, oh God, I don't want to shoot here because I'm not very good. I'm just going to take a two-foot pass to someone and just, you know, I'll let, you know, I view it as about let's pass the job on to someone else because I just can't really bother doing it. That's what I like about Leon King. And it's going to be interesting, obviously, with next year who's coming in um, to see what kind of style of football we play. But I feel at the back, we've got to be going out quickly. And for me, that why not playing? Like, he's old enough, he's big enough, he looks strong enough. But mm -hmm. what's the excuses? What's the excuse? Like, uh, stop. I hate this. I hate, you know, the, oh, he's only 19 or whatever age. I can't remember. I don't know what age is. I hate that as an excuse. If you're good enough to play football in that park, you're on the park. I don't care if you're 40 or you're 10. If you're good enough, play. That's it for me. And he is. So get him on the park, in my opinion. Yeah, I'd love to see a tip. I'd love to see a uh, I'd love to see a 10-year-old running out in the first team. Like, what's I mean, going on? Um, I mean, uh, I mean, what I always mean is just, if you're good no, enough you're to play right. for Rangers, you play. Not this, oh, we, we need to wrap him up and cut him old or we'll wait until he's 25 and he's developed. No, they're developed at 18, 9, 20. They develop so much quicker now. You know, uh, we need to get the... What's the point otherwise? <laughs> yeah, no, you're, mate, I, I, I do agree. I generally do. Ali, I'm... <laughs> Come your thoughts with Leon King as well. Uh, after watching the game back, <clears throat> I think it's a, a correct. Uh, somebody can correct me if I'm wrong. I think it was for Scott Wright's chance initially. Leon King gets the ball where Alanda has the ball, and instead of thinking Golton has to start a Rangers attack, which is the way we seem to play, Golton must touch the football before we go forward. He just plays the ball straight into Joe Aribo and finds Joe Aribo in the space that you want Joe Aribo to be found in. He's on his own just before the halfway line. He's on the turn and he's off and he's charging forward. Mm -hmm. I think he plays in Sakala and eventually that's the Scott Wright, um, the Scott Wright goal. So <clears throat> if he's doing this, why the rest of the team not? So if somebody is take, willing to take that risk, I would play him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was very impressed with him, to be honest. I, I thought he was very good. Ball playing centre-half, comfortable to take a ball, um, which I like. Similar to Conor Goldson, because Conor, I often slag Conor Goldson, but Conor Goldson has a ball playing centre-half. He likes to take the ball. And there was times in that game, Conor, Conor Goldson was driving with the ball and he was looking to play a diagonal and all that. We got a lot of... And the second half. And the second half. Did do one mm -hmm. in the first half as well. Yeah, we did um, for the goal. Yeah, for the first yeah, goal. So yeah. he does get... I think he gets too hard... Too harsh criticism at times, Goldson. But I think he's key to what we do at, in times at times, Goldson. But no, in terms of uh, King, I, I thought he was really good. Um, looked like he'd been there for ages, to be honest. Looks mm -hmm. a better option than Jack Simpson, who's disappeared in that black hole somewhere. But um, <laughs> he's only eighteen. He's, he's only he's only eighteen. But we've got two critical games coming up. I know Ryan's saying put him in the rest of the season. I would hate to bring him in and for him to make a mistake. And you know what the Rangers support are like. They're unforgiving at times. And I would love to play him, but I, I, he'll go with Balogun for the experience. Um, maybe King, if we get dead rubber games end of the season, he comes in and plays them. But I was impressed with him. He's probably the first decent centre-half coming through that I've seen since probably Danny Wilson when he came in and he played with Davy Weir. And he looked composed Danny Wilson again a ball playing centre half similar to that um, but we know what happened to Danny Wilson Liverpool came and he went for the money in that but 
Um, he's only 18, Leon King. You'll learn, but I, th- I think he's got a big future for Rangers. And he looks physically, looks like a man. A lot of these guys that come in look like boys. He looks yeah. like a man, and that's what you want as a yeah. centre half. And I was impressed by him. Um, yeah, very good performance. Uh, I said to you while we were at the game, that's one thing I really like when you go to quite small, smaller away grounds is the players are really close to you. You, you, yeah. you get to see them really close up. <clears throat> and when King was warming up, I said to you, I was like, good size I'm. I was like, he's a bit of a <laughs> unit of a boy. Like he's definitely filled out and he, he, he just looked the part to me. So I, I was very impressed when we did himself absolutely no damage at all. Uh, Ryan, time for some negativity, mate. Um, we're going to speak about the yellow. Um, uh-huh. Aha. <laughs> it's just that. Go in there before it's, Ryan. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, uh, Ali's not bad at jokes, Ryan, that he actually steals other people's. So you notice that? Get him out of Christmas. I have lots of that. But uh, it's, an, it's, it's an, a no from me for Diallo. Uh, and I, I don't, I just, it's not going to work for him. Uh, he missed a sitter. Um, you can class it as a sitter, I think, because he's got. He, he, he can either take it first time when he chooses to take a touch and, and then still doesn't even hit the target. So it's just a, an absolute no from me. Again, another one that was kind of wandering around a wee bit clueless at times. I don't think he even knew where he was meant to be meant to be playing. But we also seen Scott Wright, mate, at the same time. And I know we are very... We are looking for something to be positive about and to hold on to and to think this player can make a difference. Scott Wright, in the first time he got the ball and he wasn't particularly great the other time I think his chances are a wee bit unlucky after watching the back it does take a wee bobble up just as it goes to hit it so uh, it's a bit of a tough one he's a professional football player he should probably still do better with it however I think he done more and he was more dangerous looking and Dan Sakala was really for the first hour I would say um, just from that one drive because it was inside, it was running at the middle of the defence, which defenders hate. They're happily happy for you to go down the wing, whereas he was like, no, I'm going to come through the middle of you. They don't know who's meant to go to him. So, basically, Diallo, I'm presuming it's a no, and Scott Wright, do we do we give him another chance sometimes over the over ahead of Sakala? So, 23 minutes into the podcast, strap yourselves in, boys. <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to this. Diallo's, oh my goodness, what a disaster to sign him. Let's, 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 let's be honest. Yeah. He's a disaster to sign him. He's just everything you don't want in the Scottish game. Doesn't suit the Scottish game. He doesn't want to be here. I don't know if we are having to play him because of appearance, uh, part of the loan contract. I don't know what it is. I just, I'm looking forward to just hearing that he's away back to my United because it's just he's got nothing. Uh, that chance he had is an embarrassment because to shuffle the ball, it's all right. You'll sometimes miss chances like that. You never even hit the target. Now, £40 million, pounds, you can't hit the target against St Mirren. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, son. Like, get yourself done, back down the road to my United. You ain't cutting it up here. And he's not even bothered either. You can see he's just like, oh, do you know what? Like, He's just a disaster to assign him. Um, however, when he signed and we knew the price tag, we are thinking, here we go, he's going to rip it up here. So I've read a lot of comments blaming Ross Wilson for the transfer window. I don't think you can blame Ross Wilson or the club because we were all excited about Diallo, as we were about Aaron Ramsey. So I think it would be hypocritical if we were slagging the board. It just hasn't worked out. And that, that's the way I look at Diallo. And let's never speak of him again. <laughs> Scott Wright. Scott Wright is 
a hard luck story, Carney. He's a hard luck story. He's um, he's a try. He tries. He tries and he tries, and he's he's got something about him. He's the reason why we are where we are just now. Not him solely, but that level of player. We have not recruited first team starters. We have bought squad players, and that's what Scott Wright is. He's a squad player for me, um, and I would he would be on the way out as well in the summer. Good luck to him. He's showed spells where where he's um, he does have talent, and that I'm sure he'll, he'll make it at some club somewhere. But where we want to go, which is win trophies regularly, Scott Wright will not take us to that level. That's fair enough. I'm probably mm-hmm. holding on to a wee bit of... Uh... Try to grasp something back because I was very excited about Scott Wright when we signed him. So <clears throat> I always wanted it to work out for him. But uh, he did show in spells that he was he, he was still capable. But again, it's against St Mum. The game was pretty much over, so you can't probably read too much into it. I just thought I liked the, the fact that he was willing to run through the middle. Whereas, I mean, it's no disrespect to Sakala. Um, <clears throat> the jury for me, honestly, as uh, I love the guy, I think he's great, but the jury is out for me. Um, mm-hmm. he but Scala just gets the ball and just goes, I need to run as fast as I can that way, mm-hmm. and he uh, that's really all that he does. His end product's not great sometimes. Uh, it was good link up with play with him and Aribo to get um Kamar Rufi's third goal, uh, but uh, no, not really for me. Um, Tommy, it was awfully good to see Joe Aribo back. <sighs> Remind me telling everyone last week that he does makes these chances and does these things. Didn't he just prove it? Because he was no great in the first half. Like I just thought it was the same old, same old. And I just hope that's the wee bit of confidence he's been needing. Because I mean, it, it, this is what he can do. And he, it doesn't seem to matter where he does it. Something He can do it on the big occasion and he's proven that. And that's what I love about it. It just it only takes two minutes of that kind of him to do that. And he can change a game on its head. And unfortunately, with those kind of style players, they're Rangers and not, you know, there's a reason Ronaldo can does it week in, week out. And that's why he's at Man United. And, and you're going to have to accept that with some of these players, you know, that it's not going to be on all the time. They're not going to be the full, full article because they wouldn't be with us. So, but the fact that he's got that every now and again and just, I mean, I, I, I don't know about you guys, but I just went mental. I was like, this is brilliant. I mean, it's the fourth goal. I mean, the game's over, isn't it? So, but that goal was brilliant. But uh, just on the Diallo thing, I know I know that Ryan covered there. I've just wrote down, Diallo, is there a 90-day return policy? And can I get my <laughs> money back? Um, that's what I wrote on that issue. Um, but yeah, on the Aribo thing, I just think this is why I'd like to see him to stay. Because... I know when we play the other side of the city, he's one of those ones. If he's on, that we can we can do some damage with him. And that's where no disrespect to right that you were talking about earlier. I don't see that kind of style or that level of play on him. I think no. he'd be a good squad player. And that that's my opinion. And when you play for Rangers, unfortunately, you play for a big team. You need to make big moments. That's it, in my opinion. You don't have time to cut it. You've got to put in the performance now. And that's the same thing that's happened with Leon King and Lowry. They put in a, when they've turned on, they've turned up. And that's what we need from our players. It can't be a case of, oh, he needs to bed in. You're at Rangers. You're not at Hearts where you're going to have six games you can hide. So that would be my opinion going forward with Aribo. Um, I know Ali loves him, but that goal, I mean, those kind of moments are just brilliant, aren't they? 
Yes, so, absolutely. <laughs> the the finish from Aribo is is top class. Yeah. It really is absolutely outstanding. It's as I said on the 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 post match, an absolute world day from Joe Aribo, but a typical Joe Aribo goal, and that's no disrespect to him. It's just an absolute screamer. It really is, uh, and it was good to see him. Good to see a wee bit of a resurgence for him in that second half. Um, speaking of a, a player with a bit of a resurgence, Ali, uh, Borna Barisic had decided to show up as well on um, on Sunday. I think in the first half, he was still a wee bit tentative about should he go for it, should he try and break past his man. In the second half, he was the Borna Barisic of old. Uh, the, the bit we spoke about, mate, where he... Absolutely, like he's literally nearly set the ground in fire. It was going that fast to get forward. It was incredible <laughs> to see determination, and I think this was probably at three 0 I don't think it was four 0 yet, but it was incredible to see him. Uh, and I suppose my question is, mate, with such a big game coming up on Thursday, and with us having to probably play towards Kamal Roof's strengths, because I would be shocked if he doesn't start. Um, always like to give wee spoilers away for for teams at the end, but uh, has Bonner put yourself in a shout, mate, to start on Thursday? Yes, and when I come on to my team, there's a there's a spoiler alert for you straight away, fans. <laughs> oh, Spawn of which starts at left back for me on Thursday night. Um, no, Carney, I said to you, <clears throat> I gave him a man of the match. I know Kamar Roof's the obvious because he scores a hat trick, and he, yeah, he's probably the deserves man of the match. But I thought Barisic for that second half was outstanding. That's how a left back should be played. That's a Bona Barisic we've seen last season. Bombing up and down. What some of the balls he whipped in, Carney, and the, the oh, balls he slipped for Sakala, yeah. and the, the one you said when he ate up the ground running. I, I've, honestly, I've never seen a guy run that quick. It was, it was, it was mental how quick he went. But he looked like a guy that, and he goes, he's weird, Barisic, because he seems to fall away. We've seen it in the last three years. He falls away, and you think that's him done. And all of a sudden, he puts a performance in, and then he kind of motors on, and then he goes back into it again. He's a bizarre player, Bonabaris, which he really is. But that, what we saw the second half, um, that's Bonabaris, which is very best. That's why he is Croatia's left back. Um, yeah. Outstanding. And um, yeah, I said to you, Carney, I mean, I'd imagine Bassi was rested. Bassi is raw left back. He's good going forward, but he is he's, he's dodgy at left back at times. And I would play. I mean, all, all, all other boys will come on at what their team is for for Thursday. But I spoiler alert: Bonabarisic is in my team for Thursday night. Yeah, it's no disrespect to Bassi by asking that question. I don't mean it like that. And I think Bassi's determination and enthusiasm is incredible. And I do think there's talent there. And I think he's got a long term future at left back for Rangers. I, I don't really, I don't really doubt that. But with the the need for quality balls into the box might become pretty important on Thursday night. I think yep. we'll all agree that Borna mm, Barisic, yeah. when he's hitting, when he's he's left his left peg is working correctly, he's he's the best crosser of the ball that we have from open play, I would say. So um, I think he could be crucial, especially from that kind of deep area as he swings it in. He's very, very good at it. So I think his, his quality of delivery into the box... Um, for for Roof to get on at the end of end of balls could be could be pretty critical for us on Thursday night. So why I asked the question. Um, speaking of balls, uh, 
time to read out a, a word from our sponsors. It's time to join 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped, who are the leaders in below-the-waist grooming and can provide you with the right tools for the job to keep your balls thanking you. With our exclusive offer, go to manscaped.com and use the code CLUBAT22 for 20% off and free shipping. Manscaped has the full package you need for spring cleaning this year. The Performance Package 4.0 is the only tool you need to keep your boys looking and smelling fresh like your partner wants. Use the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer to get the most precise shave on your hedges. It is waterproof so you can trim in the shower and it's equipped with an LED light for precision trimming. Also good in case you want to live life on the edge and shave your delicates in the dark. To complete the trimming of said delicates, finish it off with the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner. <clears throat> so go to manscaped.com for our exclusive offer. It's 20% off and free shipping with the code CLUB at 22. Ali, what were your balls now? They will thank you. At least your mic was on this time round, mate, to be honest. That was quite good. I didn't even look up there to see if your mic was on, so I'm glad it was. Um, so, yes, thank you to Manscaped for their continued support, and the products really are superb. Also, just quickly, Manscaped has partnered with the T Testicular Cancer Society to bring awareness to testicular cancer, men's health, and early cancer detection. Manscaped is committed to raising awareness for the most common form of cancer in men aged 15 to 35 and giving support for fighters, survivors, and families impacted by cancer as part of their We Save Balls initiative. We fully back that here at Club at 22, so get them checked you've been told mm -hmm. so we'll move on uh, gentlemen um, before we go on to the Braga game the final fixtures of the season were confirmed uh, as we reached the ridiculous split stage of the season um, so no 3pm kickoff for Rangers surprise surprise mm -hmm. and one of our home games is on a Wednesday night surprise surprise uh, Ryan no real shock in this look Sky have pretty much committed their coverage to Celtic it's a wee bit difficult to take, yes, but you can understand why they're doing it. They are near enough champions right now, uh, unless something dramatic happens. So your thoughts on, on the fixtures, mate? Um, it's a weird one to try and discuss, I suppose. Uh, you nearly made me spewing cameras there, mate. Um, <laughs> it's, aye, listen, it's, it's, aye, it's a hard one. It's a hard one to take because you see the fixtures come out and you're usually excited and you're, you want to see who you're getting, but it's, it's a five friendlies for us, as far as I'm concerned, mate. Well, four friendlies. Um, yeah, four I think. Uh, <laughs> I, I think it's like I said in the last pod. I think it was the last pod. I'm not looking at any of these fixtures thinking Hearts could do us a favour there, and if we're playing at home against Ross County and blah blah blah. That's why I would like to see Leon King, and it's, I'm glad Domi brought him up as well. Lowry, if Lowry gets his fitness back, I'd like to see him playing in these games. These are a perfect opportunity for us to play these boys who are the future Avengers, instead of playing players who are, I've checked out, to use your, uh, your phrase, they have checked out. Uh, so I think, if we look at the positives, these are great opportunities for Leon King and Lowry, and if there's anyone else, Someone told me there's a young boy, a young striker that's that's decent as well. I play these boys because these are just great opportunities for them to play. And I would, I'd be happy to see them at Ibrox and, and playing in the league. Um, <clears> I, I'm, say, I'm saying these games are like friendlies, but I've still registered myself for the tickets to see if I can get a ticket for, for Tyne Castle or is it Fur Park as well? Because um, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a ticket for Celtic Park. But yes, I'm still, I'll still go along if I get a ticket, so I can't really... 
can't really sell it as a dead rubber, but yeah, it's just a great opportunity for Rangers to get. If there's anyone who wants to play with Rangers going forward, they should be played in these games, not not the ones who don't. <clears throat> Agree. Yes, I agree. Ali, I, I muttered the words to you. Um, stranger things have happened <laughs> before we went into the this this one game. Uh, as a bit of a joke, to be honest. Uh, I suppose the big the big the big gut on me is we don't get a Saturday three o'clock kick off before the end of the season. I know we've got the Sunday three o'clock, and that might be because of us potentially still being in Europe, but it's it's not ideal and. Yeah, the, the, the final home game of the season being a Wednesday night. Yeah, it's 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 aye, it's not great in terms of us going to Ibrooks for the, the final two games. You want a Saturday game really three o'clock and it's a Saturday three o'clock now these days is extremely rare to be honest. And I, I did think that, there was I did think we might get one though, just of the way that the fixtures were going. I was like we could we could yeah. get one here. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, a lot, a lot of it is down to our in the Europa League for the Thursday night game. So, but Israel, you get a Saturday three o'clock. So, disappointing. But like Ryan says, it's dead robust for me. Apart from, I know the Celtic game, you want to go and beat them. I would say it's the bank mm-hmm. called them under the, the day after that. So I don't need to take the Monday off of work for that. So that was a positive. Um, but aye, they are what they are. I know Scotia gave us the. What he thought the top six would be and what we wanted and what could happen. And I said, it doesn't really matter, to be honest, because mm-hmm. to me, the league's done. So it doesn't matter who's in the top six. So as what it is, Sky obviously picked all their games for TV, rightly so, because let's be honest about it, they are going to win the league unless something dramatic happens, which it won't. <laughs> so <laughs> sorry to be negative, but I need, to be real, I need to be realistic about it. They are not yeah. dropping six, seven points, whatever it is they need to drop. No chance. Um, so, is what it is. Like Ryan says, if they become dead rubbers, like they probably will be, I would, I would lead the youngsters in it and, and let us have a have a look at the youngsters in the, the final games, um, and hopefully we'll have a Scottish Cup final to look forward to. Yeah, fingers crossed. Tommy, your thoughts on the fixtures? Are you in agreement with Ali and Ryan? It's probably a good chance to get players like Lowry, um, McCann, even Weston um, from from yeah. the B team to play. Uh, uh, you agree with that, and even even King, even possibly McCrory as well. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I agree with that. I think I'm quite looking forward. There's at least one Wednesday night I can make, so so I'm quite looking. But I know he's like a three o'clock kickoff, but us Saturday shifters don't really, you know. <laughs> so uh, at least I'm getting to a few of them. So one of those ones. Uh, but yeah, the, when the fixtures came out, I don't know about you guys. I didn't even really. Look, I looked for this. I looked at this when we played Celtic. And then I kind of looked at the times. I didn't even really look who... I think Motherwell first, is that right? But yeah, I, I, You know, I glanced at that, but I wasn't really keen. But I do use it. I think it's an opportunity. I would like to see, like, see your Leon Kings and the Allowies, I'd like them to get their first old firm out of the way. Because next season, when they're ready and at least they've experienced it, let's get them in, get them into the ground, and they know what to expect. Because we'd need to know if they can... We're not going to get any Diallo situations or, you know, they run away... Or they just get lost. So I'd like, yes, it's like kind of throwing it to them, but the league's over. I mean, everyone knows that. So I'd like that game against Celtic that we play a few players that we think, can these guys cut the mustard? Because they, if they can, they should be in the team. If they can't, they've got time to see if they can develop. If it's a no-go, then, well, we've lost three points. We've already lost it anyway, haven't we? So it's not nice to lose against Celtic ever. But even if we win, it doesn't really change much, does it? apart from the fact we get kudos. So I would like to see 
and a lot of these young players. I'd like to see a few attempts at a few different formations as well, Carney, not just players. I want to see his attempt and, you know, trying a few different things, maybe try an old school, you know, just just play about with it. Because for me, once a team like that's we're not going to come up Braga, once they figure you out and if they're good, they can neutralise you. It's having a ability, a great football team for me is an, has an ability to change the formation and type depending on what they're in and change the way the game looks. That's what I'd like to see. I'd like to see a little bit of an experiment with these teams where, with the way we play and just see if there's a, not, there are a few options out there. I think he probably will. Um, I think he would he'll probably do it. I, I love the thinking behind the Celtic game, mate. I no chance. I know see that no happening. Chance. I know, but, but I'd the, like to see it. The, the reason, reason for that, mate, is... I can't believe these words are coming out. God forbid we lose on Sunday... Gio has to win that game. There is no ifs, no buts. He has to win that game. So yeah, I I, I would I love the the idea behind it all, mate. I really do, but I don't see it happening. But Ali, thank you for saying that it's a bank holiday Monday. I now get bank holiday, so I will be off work. How good is that? <laughs> How good is that? That's brilliant. So yes, I'll be off the Monday as well, which is superb. So yeah, fixers are out. It is what it is. It really is. Uh, right, we'll move on to the small matter of the second leg of the quarterfinals of the UEFA Europa League against Braga on Thursday night. Rangers go into this game one goal down after what many think was a, a very poor performance in Portugal and possibly fortunate to only be chilling by one goal. Rangers are obviously coming into this after a much better performance on Sunday. Braga are coming into this after a kind of hard-fought 1-0 win by looking at the stats in the match report uh, at the weekend. Um, it looked like they really had to work hard for that for that win, but it was a win nonetheless. Um, Ali, I think I was a wee bit over... Sorry, Ryan, I'm sorry I get confused at where we were there. Dead professional, this podcast. <laughs> um, I think I was um, a bit over complimentary of Braga after the after the first leg. I do think if Rangers show up and play, we can win this leg by two goals. Uh, I, I really do believe that we can do that, which would be a massive achievement for us to get there. So your thoughts ahead of the game on Thursday, mate? I agree with you. I think... <laughs> I've spoke to quite a few people about the game and th- uh, the game on Thursday there, and about Braga. And I don't know, what, I don't know what you think, but I, I don't think Braga are as good as they were when we played them a few years ago. Probably I think not, you can no. see they've sold that a lot of quality. Those two brothers link up well, but so do my two wee boys in the living room. They link up well when they're kicking a the ball a bit. So do you know what I'm saying? Like, I just think, I just think that, um, I think that's. I think they're a decent team. I'm not going to say they're not because you don't play at this stage of Europe. You're not a good team, but are they beatable? God, yes, they are beatable. We can definitely do this job on Thursday night, but it's the same old story. It's the same thing that we've said friends, since the beginning of this season. Rangers are their biggest, their own worst enemy. We are our biggest. That's the biggest danger in Thursday is Rangers. The majority of goals we lose is us making mistakes, us not doing the basics. So we are our biggest enemy and that's the biggest threat for them is us just not doing the fundamentals of the, of the game. So yes, Rangers can do it on Thursday. I'm a, going to this game with my, butt, my bum sewing buttons. No, not really, because I know Rangers are capable of doing this. I can see them scoring first. It's what they do after that. It's what they do after they score first. That's what, that's what concerns me. 
but what an opportunity, as you said, to go through to semi-finals. Probably frustrate me even more about this team that they're going through to semi-finals, but not winning this league. But um, anyway, it's about the semi-finals, it's about this game, it's about beating Braga, and they can do it, especially with that crowd behind them, they can definitely do it. Yeah, Ali, I think it's pretty critical for Rangers to go off to a very good start in order to have the crowd with them because it could become a pretty special night for us. And look, if this team, I know we can all dream, if this team were to go on and win the Europa League, then they would be immortal for the rest of their life. They would be remembered for forever. We wouldn't remember. It would certainly soften the blow for the fact that we're probably not going to win the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, would, they, it wouldn't matter. Nothing, none, none of it would matter. It would just They would be literally immortal. Like We speak about the Barca Bears like, all the time. Like It's mentioned. It's in songs. It would, it would be forever. It's a tall order. Yes, it is. But in terms of Thursday night, mate, we have to start well and the crowd have to be with with the team uh, I do think we will be I certainly feel a bit more positive about it after Sunday I know it was against St Mirren I understand that but it was the performance more than anything else that's made me think okay so your thoughts ahead of the, the game mate yeah I, I, same as same as Ryan I, I don't think Braga are as good as what they were when we placed them, uh, played them two years ago I was um, I Braga in the second half of that game, I thought, and I, and I said it in the post-match, I was mm-hmm. surprised that they sat back. I thought we were there for the taking. Mm-hmm. I thought they could have put us to bed in that tie, and they didn't. For some reason, they thought a 1-0 was a good result for them, and we were ropey. Mm-hmm. And I, I really thought they had a chance to take at least another one, or maybe possibly another two goals off us, and kill the tie, and they didn't. So to me, they let us out of jail there. Um, what I've seen of them, yeah, they're neat and tidy. Technically, they're good, which you expect for these type of teams, but they are beatable. But as Ryan says, Rangers, we can fucking beat ourselves, to be honest. <laughs> Stupid mistakes. And as you say, Carney, the first goal's key. If they score the first goal, it could deflate Ibrooks, it could deflate the players in a 2 0 mountain to climb. I know we've seen it before at Ibrooks, but it'd be a tough ask. So to me, we need to score first. We need to come out the traps flying. As we did against Celtic, and I know I did the wee joke for the Celtic fans, and it was only four minutes, but it needs to be more than four, needs to be more than four minutes this time. Um, but they need to come out the same the same appetite as they did in that game. Come out at Braga and show Braga that, that we are a good team. And like Ryan says, we've got fifty thousand bears at Ibrooks, and we will all be up for it. I know we were a bit flat for the game last Thursday um, because of what happened at Ibrooks, but we'll all be up for it Thursday. A lot of folk are off on the Friday because it's Easter weekend. I've taken a half day Thursday as well, so I'll be right up for it by the time kickoff comes. So um no, I think Ranger I think Rangers can do it. I really do. But at the same time, at the back of my head, I've always got there's always that calamity that we can do to ourselves all the time. But I'm positive going into the, the game on Thursday. Yeah, European nights, Tommy Ibrooks are always rather special, especially as we get to the latter stages of a European competition. So let's just hope, mate, that we are in for a, another treat on Thursday. Oh, I think we are. I think it's going to be tense it's going to, they're going to go for it. I think it's a Rangers team that's got a wee bit more confidence in themselves. I know, I know it was some man, but when you start scoring goals, that's what we've been lacking. So we kind of found maybe a mini formula you know i know it's late i know it's and i agree with you all it's a bit too little too late but we seem to have found a way to play with roof so i think i think i but just gonna i, I cannot wait <laughs> i really can't i mean I, I obviously is that because you're going mate i 
is. It is. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I, I do. I, I know you score regularly. I don't. And it's no, the no. Because of it, and it's mental. And, and these players will be the same. You don't. That's why you play football, surely, is it not? You know, I can't. I think they're going to come out. I think the first 20 minutes, you're going to see a Rangers team, and I hope to see a Rangers team that just wants it. Because it is, both teams are technically good. Both teams can have their, their ups and downs. But I think Ibrox, the pressure, as Ali said, I mean, Ali was sitting watching it. I, I can't believe they turned the gas pedal off. Because oh. I was like, but that, they obviously have a bit of fear. They know what we did to Brucia. They have that in the back of their head. And I think that plays into their head as well. So they know what we can do. And we've proven this season what we can do in these European nights. So... I just hope those players are as up for as we all are. That's my main concern. If they are, what a night it's going to be. That's yeah, a positive. I, I, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to this one a lot more than I was looking forward yeah. to last Thursday, mate. I put it that way, and it's not just because yeah. I'm going to the game. I have definitely like we've got a chance here to make the semi-finals of the Europa League, which yeah. is just a even that and even that on on its own without even thinking about the final. That's a fantastic achievement for a Scottish team to get to that level because it's not designed for us to get here. It's really not designed for teams like Rangers to get to get to this stage of a, a European competition. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. So on to the the teams and the scores. Uh, Ryan, I'll come to you first, mate. Your team and your score. Okay, if it picks itself well, just about. In fact, I know you have picked a different left back, but absolutely not for me. It's McGregor, Tav, Goldson, Balogun, Bassey. Uh, Mr. Barisic has got a lot to make up for that old firm game in uh, January for me. And uh, a performance against St. Martin is just the start of the path back for him. Uh, I've done a midfield of Jack, Lundstrom, and Aaron Ramsey. And I've done Kent, Roof, and Aribo up top and my score is 2-1 extra time oh, Ryan. Rangers on penalties oh, I'll be glad you're off on Friday you will be glad you're off on Friday because you won't get home till Friday <laughs> yeah literally oh man extra time and penalties off mate um, my front half of the team is the same as yours Um Ryan, but I will. I'm going to go with Bassey and Barisic. Uh, I wouldn't even play Balogun because he had an absolute mare against Braga last week. So I'd put Bassey in at left back to deal with their pace because I think he's quicker over the ground than Balogun. And I would put Barisic back in because I think his balls into the box could be crucial. And I am going for 2 0 Rangers. I'm going for a late winner from Ryan Kent. Uh, and it will put us through the semi-final, and Ibrooks will be rocking at the end at full time. Mm-hmm. Please, no extra time penalties, man. I can't cope with stuff like that. Um, Ali, your team and your score, mate? I think we're all going pretty similar, to be honest here. Um, McGregor, Tav, Goldson, Balgan will come in, I think. Barisic, which was the spoiler earlier on, and then the same same midfield attack. So, I Jack, Lundstrom, Ramsey, um Ken Rufferi, but I think that picks itself to be honest. That front line, these folk could maybe say Scarfield, but nah, Ramsey for me in there. Um, and I'm going to go, I think we will concede, um, but I'm going to go 3 1 Rangers, and there's going to be a Bonner Barisic free kick in there as well. 
<laughs> yeah, that'll surely make up for it for Ryan even more if is, he does that. Then is Tav going to be off injured like or something like? Cause oh, I don't no, think he gives them no. set pieces, does he? And he's going to he's going to run towards the govern front and he's going to come right up to you, Ryan. <laughs> Good dad boy, man. Love you, man. I know. And speaking of that, yeah, t- t- it's time for somebody else to hit free kicks. Tav corners have got better, but his free kicks have been. Yeah. Shocking. Anyway, where are we going? Um, Tommy, your team and your score, mate. Um, I've got a similar back front to to back line to to Ryan. Actually, I think Barca will play. I know I know Barca's did what he did at the weekend. I just think they'll play Barca. Bit of safety there. I've got a slightly different midfield. For me, I really liked seeing Davis in the park. I mean, I'm a huge Davis fan. I'm not gonna lie. I think he brings a calmness to the team. I would say that Lundstrom's a better footballer. But what Davis does is he organises them and they needed that. And I felt that that, is, that was huge for me at the weekend. That was, uh, so I've got Davis, Jack and Ramsey. And then up front, I've got Arebo, uh, Kent and Ruth. I just think at the start of the game, I didn't really know how, how big a knock that was for Lundstrom. I wouldn't mind someone that gets them on the ball, calms them down. It's a semi-final and Davis is good at that. And that's what... Lundstrom's a better footballer, in my opinion. And the, the way he tackles and the way he does things is great. I just think the Rangers team needs someone that can get the ball, hold it, and give them five, ten minutes to figure themselves out. And that's why I put Davis in. And that's what he does well. Uh, um, I, I, I totally get why you guys have went for Lundstrom. I just think for this night and this occasion, we need that. We need someone that's going to give them structure at the back. For that was my main thing that I, I wrote down from, from the Samaritan game, was as soon as Davis comes on, he starts organising goals and he starts organising Tav where they need to be. And it helps us at the back, and it helps us, and 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 that was my feeling for why I picked him over. That's fair enough. What's your score, mate? I am going to go two-one extra time, and I'm going to go in the extra time. Rank Ryan Kent is going to score an absolute worldie, and <laughs> I is going to go mental. <laughs> yeah, so I think good. I think they're going to score. I think they'll score. I think they'll get two. And I think in extra time, Ryan Kent is going to finally figure out how to hit a ball in a net and it's going to be awesome. Oh, this sounds good to me, mate. I, I get the argument. Um, I even kind of thought it would be the idea of my team but maybe not even playing Ryan Jack and playing Davis and Lundstrom and letting Lundstrom be more box to box and let um, Davis kind of sit um, because I don't think any of us would be shocked to see Steve Davis come in for a game like this. Yeah. That's for sure. But a massive game, a massive occasion play up the famous Glasgow Rangers. Let's get ourselves into the semi-finals. So that will do us. Uh, thank yous to everyone. Uh, first of all, Scotia, thank you very much for attempting it, mate. Please move to somewhere that you've got better Wi-Fi. That would be much appreciated. Uh, so unfortunate for Scotia tonight, but thank you, Scott. Ali, thank you very much, mate. No problem. Look forward to Thursday night. I know Tommy's thinking with Steve Davis there, but he likes lunch from there, especially if we go two up and he can play a three at the back to kind of show up that. a wee bit. So... Mm-hmm. I think that's why Lundstrom will be there, but I can see Tommy's thinking on it anyway. But no, can't wait for Thursday. Can't wait for a, an Easter weekend. I'm just hoping this by Monday I am absolutely burst, lying in my bed, <laughs> but with a happy face. <laughs> let's hope so, mate. Uh, let's hope so. And hopefully you've got Scotia lying beside you as yes. usual. Uh, Tommy, thanks very much, mate. No, I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me on, and um, I'm I'm buzzing for Thursday. Can I, I'll be counting the minutes down at work, and I'll be jumping in down there, see the boys before the game. I'm really looking forward. I'd like to just give a shout out to the guy Brian who sort of made a ticket. Thank you very much, mate. I really appreciate it. Um, Don't do shout outs in here, Tommy. 
Oh, I do, so I'm just you saying for thank them. you. All right, all right. <laughs> you. Uh, no, you don't. Okay. Ali, take that back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, cheers, Tommy. And Ryan, cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. And you are right, Ali. We'll uh, have Scotia next to him because I'll be on Ali's couch. Um, <laughs> I, I am looking forward to Thursday now after that, boys. Yeah. If everything goes the way it's meant to go, mate, I might be on Ali's floor, mate. So, yes, there is potential for this. If everything goes the way we want it to go, mate, this could be a pretty spectacular spectacular five days or so coming up. So, yeah, be a good, uh, magic. Be a good warm up. Be a good warm up for Seville. I do also want to give, uh, as you said, a shout for Jim Sloan, top man for doing that for us. It's Absolutely. It's uh, puts us where we are, mate. And I think, as you say, there's things there's things coming for us. So, top man, Jim, and everyone enjoy the game on Thursday. We are the people. We are indeed. Uh, so, as always, please do like the videos and subscribe to the YouTube channel. That would be great. We will be back with a club reaction pod after the game on Thursday. If it goes to penalties, it could be about half two in the morning. Just depends how we're going to get things done. But we will definitely bring you some form of reaction. So, until then, enjoy the game on Thursday. Let's hope for a, another spectacular European night to lead us nicely into a, a massive game on Sunday as well. So, thank you for tuning in. We are Club 22 the rangers podcast cheers everyone